the unicameral update. Published by the Unicameral Information Office under the direction of the Clerk of the Legislature. Title. Proposed Legislative Rule Changes Considered. The Rules Committee heard testimony January 8th on nearly three dozen proposed changes to the legislature's permanent rules. The 34 proposals offered a variety of changes aimed at streamlining floor debate and other legislative processes, and included a proposed requirement that votes to elect chairpersons of the 14 standing committees be done by roll-call vote. Those votes currently are cast by secret ballot. The 2023 legislative session saw extended debate on almost every measure introduced in an effort to prevent consideration of proposals that restricted gender-affirming care for transgender youth and tightened abortion restrictions. Senator John Arch, Speaker of the Legislature, said he began looking for ways to avoid repeating that situation as soon as the session ended last June. Floor debate. The major proposed rule changes heard by the committee relating to floor debate came in two packages, one offered by Arch and another by Bayard Senator Steve Erdman, chairperson of the Rules Committee. Under the current permanent rules of the legislature, senators who oppose a bill, amendment, or motion under consideration have a number of tools at their disposal to extend debate. Both rules package proposals would rewrite the current rule regarding motions and amendments filed for dilatory purposes, those intended solely as delaying tactics. Under Arch's version, if the primary introducer of a pending bill, resolution, or motion believes it to be the subject of dilatory action, he or she may offer a motion for a dilatory designation. A motion to approve a dilatory designation would require four-fifths of elected members, equivalent to 40 votes, for approval, and would not be debatable amendable, or divisible. Under an approved dilatory motion, any further amendments and motions, except for a motion to invoke cloture, would be out of order unless designated as in order by direction of the Speaker of the Legislature. A bill or motion would carry a dilatory designation for the remainder of the stage of debate during which the designation was assigned. Subsequent stages of consideration would require an additional designation. Erdman's package also offered a change to that section of the rules, but with a slightly different process. The Speaker of the Legislature or the Principal Introducer could seek to have motions declared dilatory, which would be subject to a majority vote of the members present. Erdman also offered a change that would allow the presiding officer, or a senator, to call another member to order for non-germane speech, or speech that does not specifically address the question under consideration or the general topic at hand. Under the proposal, if a member is called to order for non-germane speech, the presiding officer would issue them a warning. If the member being called to order is found against but persists, the member would be liable to censure or such punishment as the legislature may deem proper. Another component of Erdman's package of proposals would address how the required number of votes for cloture, a motion that ceases debate and forces a vote on a bill, is calculated. Currently, a cloture motion requires approval by a two-thirds majority of the 49 members of the legislature, or 33 votes. The proposed change instead would require a two-thirds vote of the members present who are voting yes or no, with at least 25 affirmative votes. The change would mean that members who are present in the legislative chamber but do not cast a yes or no vote would not be included in the calculus for reaching the required two-thirds majority. Heidi Ewing, Public Policy Director at Civic Nebraska, testified in opposition to the proposal. She encouraged senators to respect the rules that have been in place for decades and said changing how the two-thirds majority is calculated could have unintended consequences. 
The number of rural senators is likely to further decrease as the population shifts east in our state, Ewing said. So lowering the threshold for the filibuster will put rural interests at a greater disadvantage today, and even more so in the future. Other Proposals Among the other measures offered by Erdman was a proposed public roll-call vote for leadership elections within the legislature and the closing of committee executive sessions to the press. Currently, media members are allowed in sit-in on executive sessions and report on the proceedings. Erdman suggested that media coverage of executive sessions is done from the reporter's perspective, and that their presence inhibits discussion of important issues out of members' fear that their comments will be taken out of context. Nancy Finken, chief content officer at Nebraska Public Media, testified in opposition to the proposal on behalf of Media of Nebraska. She said access to executive sessions gives the media important background and context needed for their reporting. Responsible journalists do not take advantage of the access they are granted, she said. And attempting to remove that access gives the public the impression that the work taking place behind closed doors is not above board. Secrecy helps no one, Finken said. It doesn't help this body, and it doesn't help the people that you serve. Among the other proposed rule changes offered at the hearing were proposals to Eliminate a requirement that not more than five members appointed to the redistricting committee be affiliated with the same political party, offered by Erdman. Require that statements of intent on bills be submitted to the appropriate committee chairperson at least five calendar days prior to the bill's public hearing, offered by Arch. Limit to 14 the number of bills that an individual member could introduce in a single legislative session and allow an additional priority designation for members who introduce five or fewer bills, offered by Blair Senator Ben Hansen. And, require a vote for or against the final passage of a bill from all members present when a vote is taken, offered by Omaha Senator Justin Wayne. The committee took no immediate action on the proposals. Debate on any changes forwarded to the floor by the committee is expected to begin January 11th. An affirmative vote of 30 members is needed to approve a change to the permanent rules. Title, Legislative Rules Debate Begins, Two Changes Adopted Lawmakers began discussion January 11th on several proposed changes to the permanent rules that govern the legislative process. The Rules Committee heard testimony on 34 suggested changes earlier in the week and forwarded 16 proposals to the floor for consideration. Lawmakers started debate with five proposed technical changes, focused on streamlining debate and codifying existing practices. All but one of the proposals up for initial consideration originally were brought to the committee by Speaker of the Legislature, John Arch. Arch described the proposals as part of an attempt to avoid the pitfalls that threatened to derail the 2023 legislative session, but said they also would help the legislature address broader institutional reforms. The goal, he said, is to determine the will of the majority while protecting everyone from obstructive tactics. Our institution was seriously tested this last session, Arch said, and it became apparent that there were significant opportunities to improve our processes and support systems to better address our work. Baird Senator Steve Erdman, chairperson of the Rules Committee, echoed those sentiments. Changes are needed to prevent a repeat of last session and to make the legislature function more efficiently, he said. We can disagree in this body, but we don't have to be disagreeable, Erdman said. Several lawmakers, including Senator Danielle Conrad of Lincoln, used the discussion to encourage their colleagues to focus on strengthening relationships, ensuring thoughtful debate, and returning to common-sense problem-solving. She characterized the 2023 session as acrimonious and out of step with the state's political culture and history.
Indeed, I believe it was a low watermark for our special, unique, and beloved Nebraska, Conrad said. So that's the bad news. The good news is we have nowhere to go but up together. Lincoln Senator George Dungan agreed that there is a desire to return to a focus on issues such as workforce development, affordable housing, and health care. But he urged caution when considering changes to the rules that govern the state's deliberative body. Senator Terrell McKinney of Omaha agreed, saying lawmakers should wait to consider rule changes until next year when members have some distance from the 2023 session. I know last session was hard and contentious, and a lot of other things, but that doesn't mean we just change a bunch of rules to make it easier or to make our lives easier, McKinney said. The first of Arch's proposals expands upon a temporary change made last year. Midway through the 2023 legislative session, lawmakers voted, for the remainder of that session, to allow only one of the following motions on a bill or proposal to be offered on the same day at the same stage of debate, to recommit, postpone to a specified later date, or indefinitely postpone. The three procedural maneuvers are known as priority motions because they take priority over amendments and automatically move the introducer of the motion to the top of the speaking queue. The tactic was used in 2023 by opponents of a measure to restrict medical care for transgender youth in an attempt to control debate. Arch's proposal further limits the use of priority motions to one during each stage of debate and provides that such motions may be withdrawn only with unanimous consent of the legislature. The change also provides an exception that allows the primary introducer of the bill, resolution, or main motion under consideration to offer one additional motion to recommit or indefinitely postpone if such a motion has not previously been decided on. Following adoption of a technical amendment, the proposed rule change was adopted on a 43 vote. 30 votes were required. A second ARCH proposal, approved 35 to 3, following adoption of two technical amendments, expands the ability to invoke cloture, a procedure that ceases debate and forces a vote, to resolutions and motions. Cloture will not apply to consideration of changes to the rules of the legislature. Arch said the change means that discussion on committee reports, gubernatorial appointments, motions to withdraw a bill, and other procedural items will not be subject to filibuster tactics. Currently, he said, the only way to end debate on these types of items is to vote to suspend the rules. Lawmakers adjourned for the day before taking action on any of the other proposed rule changes. Among the measures advanced from the committee that have yet to be considered is a proposal that would address how the required number of votes for cloture is calculated. Currently, a cloture motion requires approval by a two-thirds majority of the 49 members of the legislature, or 33 votes. The proposed change instead would require a two-thirds vote of the members present who are voting yes or no, with at least 25 affirmative votes. The change would mean that members who are present in the legislative chamber but do not cast a vote would not be included in the calculus for reaching the required two-thirds majority. Debate is expected to resume January 16th, 